You know what I do? I, I terrorize my household. I'll go around to, to my son and my wife. My son now almost five years old. And I'll just go up to him and I'll start humming this little, this is a dad thing, I guess. But I'll start doing. And it just started off as a one-time, a one-off. And now it's become a, just an ultimate ongoing gag. And I, I want to now, I want to <laughs> auto-tune this. And give them like uh, recordings of that for their for their gifts for birthdays and Christmas. <laughs> when they open the card. <laughs> yeah, it'll be that. Here we are on this late June afternoon for another matinee time. For our show and sitting next to me virtually on the thunder couch the one and only from it's a Voss and gnn geek news now chris cassidy in with us today chris how the hell are you doing i'm doing great always glad to be on the show i love thunder pop love hanging out with you talking about pop culture whatever we end up talking about <laughs> Absolutely. What are, yeah, randomly, whatever we end up talking about. Yeah, we know, never, we, it's know. gone in so many different directions <laughs> over time. That's why it's so much fun. And I'm Stephen Presley, and I hope it's fun today and, and not the other thing it could possibly be. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're for 160, episode 160 of the Thunder Pop Show. Another matinee time. We were talking about this earlier. We've been doing these weird matinee times because my son refuses to go to bed in the evening we do these shows right before he gets off from school so <laughs> when he's not here uh as chris will know because the last time i was on on uh, his uh, little plug opportunity to segue into your monday night show oh yeah you were over there on the mcu mondays every monday night on geek news now and it's a yeah. productions we talk about marvel and we had uh steven mm -hmm. on and we had a guest appearance from Stevenson, <laughs> who kept coming in and, and and i think i was on one of your shows where he ended up doing that too and it's just like oh he's getting yeah. in on the action yeah he's just getting in on the action i've actually invited him to come i was like you want to come on and, and show some toys do a live like show and tell and he always refuses he wants to come on like as a surprise i think he likes to just barge in it's more fun for him that way <laughs> spontaneity yeah spontaneity but uh yeah i got chris cassidy and uh yes like you said mcu mondays every monday they talk mcu on monday nights uh with the mcu monday night players and uh, debbie barton and a revolving door some other fun filled cast members that yep and actually uh david usually david, david? fur from geek news now is mm -hmm. usually there he yeah. started his own thursday night uh star wars show so now he's mm -hmm. talking about star wars on thursdays and i'm doing mm -hmm. marvel mondays yeah so they got a lot going on over there and then on chris's other youtube channel it's a it's a voss he has a new video because what we're going to talk about today is the future of star wars and we're now that we've wrapped up kenobi season one obi season one kenobi uh, we are uh, getting into uh, the other upcoming shows that we already know have been confirmed and then some stuff that, that are more like canceled things that we'll talk about as well. Or make or make fun of them. Or make fun of or yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And if it's the future of Star Wars and Star Wars is a long, long time ago, does that mean this is actually a long time ago of Star Wars? 
Well, no, it's in. So uh, technically, it's all history. The future of the past. I'm, I'm, that's, the that's future not... of the future past. Because I always thought of Star Wars as like, it's the future past. Because they start out by saying it's a long, long time ago. And then technology is way better than ours. So it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Although we're catching up a little. We're, we're catching up a little bit on some things. Time um, is relative. So Yeah. I mean, we don't have space. I don't have those spaceships that they have that do those things. So we're actually, yeah, you're right. They're way above us on the, on the uh, tech stuff, but yeah, we don't have real lightsabers. So yeah, we, that would change a lot of things that we had real lightsabers. Can you imagine people going ballistic like out in public? It's kind of scary to think about it with, with real Jedi yeah, it, you wouldn't just be trusting those with anyone, right? Yeah, no. I, I mean, even you're... only Jedi generally got them in Star Wars, so there wouldn't just be like, go down to Walmart and pick up your actual lightsaber. I think you'd have to have a license to to carry for license to saber, <laughs> a license to saber to be able to for the, for it to be a thing. Yeah, because it could be quite dangerous if you put that in an irresponsible wrong hands, uh, which we've seen time limbs and time again. flying off everywhere. Yeah. I mean, somebody just gets stressed out at a Walmart parking lot. Takes this. Can you imagine rednecks with lightsabers in Walmart parking lots dueling? Yeah. Road rage is bad enough when they got golf clubs or like a baseball bat in the back. Imagine if you got your pocket saber. And then you'd probably be more encouraged to start fights because I'm well, if that's mm -hmm. well, if everyone has lightsabers, that's even more dangerous because then, like, you get out of your well, car with a lightsaber, the person gets out of their car with a lightsaber, everyone's out of their car with lightsabers. I mean, pretty soon the population decreases that we all have enough space that we're not even <laughs> close enough to anyone else with a lightsaber. So, how how many lightsabers are there? It's a dangerous, it's a dangerous thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, here's a clip, a little show, a real qu quick clip of your latest video. Promise me you will train the boy. Yes, master. Hidden, safe, to Tatooine, to his family send him. I will take the child and watch over him. An old friend has learned the path to immortality. I will train him now. Why go? How to commune with him, I will teach you. There you go. Uh, that's right where it gets so cool. Yeah, and I didn't know I was trying to for the live yeah and so we don't want to get in any trouble because that is an audio slave song it's copyrighted so we can't play any more of it here on the live stream mm -hmm. but i do hope you get the chance to check it out it's the first video that should it's the featured video on my youtube page it's a vase productions it's called star wars revelations mm -hmm. using the song revelations by audio slave and it's just got a bunch of stuff from star wars in there just the kind of stuff that I saw in my head when I'm watching the movies. And I think it's awesome, and I'd love more people to see it. So if you get the chance, check it out. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Just got Star a Wars. soundboard. <laughs> a soundboard where the guy says Star Wars. It just says Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars. Star War. Yeah. It's just different. He says it different ways. Star Wars. <laughs> That's how he just said Star War. Star Star War. He Star said Star War. War on one of them, didn't he? Yeah. He should have slipped in Got something like Star Boar. Star Core. <laughs> Star Four. All right. 
future star wars is what we're gonna be talking uh for the bulk of this show uh 160 with chris cassidy the future star wars we just wrapped up kenobi and by the way uh just a quick little your thoughts on kenobi on the the little limited series <sighs> there were some good things but overall i had a lot of problems with it Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Obi-Wan Kenobi is like my favorite character so I knew there was going to be trouble I knew there was going to be trouble after Book of Boba Fett because my two favorite characters are Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi mm -hmm. Book of Boba Fett came out and I'm like they didn't make a story about Boba Fett they tried to change Boba Fett to tell whatever story they wanted to tell mm -hmm. I mean you watch the show he's like well I'm not a bounty hunter anymore I'm a crime lord I literally wrapped it up I said Book of Boba Fett in a nutshell is Hey, I heard you were a bounty hunter. And he says, no, now I'm a crime lord. And they go, oh, what crimes do you commit? And he goes, protecting the people of this city. And they're like, that's not a crime. And that's it. That's like the show. Because he's not good at being a crime lord. Why did he give up being a bounty hunter? When people think of Boba Fett, they thought bounty hunter. The first thing you do is make him not a bounty hunter. Yeah. So they did similar things with Kenobi, and well, let me, let basically me, Kenobi let me ask, was. Let me, let me ask you about that particularly. What you just said, and I, okay. I, I'm hearing everything you're saying there, and it makes sense. Do you think that they're the reason they pivoted to that, um, going that direction with this character, was because they had felt like they had already done a bounty hunter with Mandalorian, and that people were going to get bored doing a, yet another bounty hunter series on Disney Plus? Do you think I that's think their? Was that their thinking? I think that could have been part of their thinking, but that's also, I think they wanted to change who Boba Fett was because yeah. they wanted to make him what they wanted him to be, as opposed to what he's been in like the books and the comics and the legends stuff. And, and, you know, literally he's been bounty hunting some of his best stuff stories or when he's being a bounty hunter, like the trilogy of books called the bounty hunter wars amazing he teams up with bosk at one point zuckus ig88 uh there's like literally this guy with a gun coming out of his chest and they invade these this hut world to get this bounty and it's all about how boba fett himself by joining the bounty hunters guild ended up destroying the bounty hunters guild thus completing a bounty and there's so much bounty hunter awesomeness in it that why would that's what the bounty hunters became super popular in Star Wars. Why? They had one scene where they're standing on the bridge of the like of the deck. Boba Fett himself has a little bit more, but all of those bounty hunters became popular characters in like the comics and later in stuff like you've seen uh, Bosk in some things like uh, I think he was definitely in Clone Wars, mm -hmm. and so he's the Trandoshan bounty hunter. And then of course the Mandalorian where they had IG eighty eight ripoff. <laughs> You know, that's just a different IG version. But where did they, why is that popular? Because of that one scene where they're standing on the bridge. And I've read like the expanded universe novels. That's like Tales of the Bounty Hunters, where they just literally tell you all these different stories. And so when they threw all that source material out the window, well, you can throw it out the window, but that doesn't mean that there aren't tons of people, huge Star Wars fans that haven't been, you know, enjoying that material, reading that material, you know, living with it for the past 40 years in some cases and the fact that the expanded universe kept more continuity than the disney sequel trilogy even is ridiculous like so it's it's annoying to see things and kenobi again back to that seemed more like a let's 
build up the importance of Leia even more, ignore Luke even more, and then have Ben go on a journey with Leia that shows that he's actually spent more time with her than he ever did with Luke. What's that up? What's up with that? Yeah. And also we're going to introduce this character, Reva, who we're going to do a spinoff about later. And it's like, hey, 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 reel it back in. Let's focus on like Kenobi and Vader. And no, no uh, I don't know. It seemed like they used Kenobi as a trampoline to catapult Reva into the picture. But we had a right right in here. Presley, great show last week with Jazzy. How about that dude that wrote in pointing out everything that didn't make sense or he didn't like about <laughs> Obi-Wan? That was actually Chris. Yeah, no, it wasn't no, me, but no, I'm sure. I know who it was, though. Uh, he said, I think Star Trek may be more his speed. You know, I know who that is. And he actually wrote me after the show, and he said that, that he just loves to mess with the fan base, um, kind of trolling whenever he gets a chance to try to see who, who he could get stirred up. I was happy with I'm happy with the haters just like the uh the lovers uh on the thread because you know it it's it they're participating in the uh in, exactly. their, they're in the discourse, yeah. Yeah, they're consuming uh what's what's happening. So uh was okay, so we we'll get yeah, the Leia thing. We talked about how they elevated Leia in her in her importance in Kenobi. Uh but great actress, by the way. Yeah, I had, again, I had no problem with her acting. I thought mm -hmm. I enjoyed a lot of what they were doing with her. Yeah. I liked the sassiness. I could make a complaint of like, well, where's their character development from like there to what she becomes? She's the same now as she is then. She's the same at the beginning as she is in the end. But I guess yeah. it's supposed to be more about Kenobi anyway. But they also took a misstep there because it's more about Reva than it is about Kenobi. She goes over more of like... Right. A journey than Kenobi does, and a lot of the beats with Kenobi and Vader had already been done in Episode Three and Episode Four, and a lot of the stuff between them was just like them repeating things that they had already said or saying them slightly different, so people could go, oh, "I remember when he said that." Ah, and I've seen people reacting like that, and I'm glad that people can react like that. But for me, that's just getting a bit old, and frankly could have done better and a lot of this was unnecessary the beginning of the story of kenobi ends in the exact same place that it started everything is in the exact same place vader's back on mustafar kenobi's back in the desert watching over luke leia's back on and it's like why did any of this happen so much of the plot now if you're just willing to throw that out the window and you just want to sit down popcorn is this lightsabers is there stuff yeah you got it but for me, Kenobi, my absolute favorite character in all of Star Wars, and Star Wars, my absolute favorite thing in my entire life that I've been reading the books and doing the things for all, I take it to another level of craziness. So, and don't let my, I, well, the other thing is like me complaining about my complaints is part of my enjoyment of it. It's talking about it. And mm -hmm. if I, and you shouldn't let someone else's complaints necessarily dictate how you feel yeah. about it. If you yeah. saw it and you enjoyed it, then who cares, you know, and maybe none of this stuff that I'm talking about even matters to you, which is, which is great. That's how I feel when I'm watching some other stuff that I'm not as like super crazily invested in, you know, but when it comes ask, to like Star Wars, Nobi one Kenobi, I'm like, this is my dude. All right. Like, <laughs> let me ask you about this. So the Leia thing, do you think also there's, there's uh there, they were afraid to, to dive too much into Luke because they thought there would even be more danger no. of messing up continuity. Oh God, they don't care about messing up continuity. So no, it definitely wasn't that they didn't want to use Luke because they want to 
push up Leia. They want to make they want to put Luke as far into the background of everything as they can. Look at Disney Star Wars. What's the first thing they did? They said, no, Luke, at the end of Return of the Jedi, Luke is the hero. In the rest of the expanded universe, Luke goes on to like create a new school of Jedi and teach, and Jedi spread throughout the galaxy. And there are problems, there's stuff that happens, but he doesn't just give off, he doesn't just give up, go away, give up on returning the Jedi. He's the return of the Jedi. They re they cut that off. Yoda says, go teach what you know to other people. He gives up on that and just goes away. And he doesn't even give up because he's waiting for something. He gives up just because he completely wants to give up. And that's the atrocity that is The Last Jedi's reasoning behind that nonsense. And then Rey has to come in. And then he has to go through the hero's journey again. She has to motivate him. She has to be in A New Hope. Obi-Wan Kenobi says to Luke, you've got to come with me to Alderaan. And Luke says, no, I can't. I got to stay here with my family. And then eventually he accepts once his family's dead. That's the hero's journey. And the refusal of the call to adventure is a step in the hero's journey. But you'll notice that in The Last Jedi's case, it's Rey who's asking Luke to come with her. And he says no. So he is repeating his hero's journey. She goes through no hero's journey. She's just already perfect. And so by the end, Luke has gone through more of a transformation than she has. And so that's Disney Star Wars just, you know, taking Luke and saying no. And meanwhile, Leia, she's still leading the she's still leading the fight. She's leading the thing. And what do they do after that? They make that cartoon where they make Han and Luke look stupid. And this is the other thing I can't understand about Disney Star Wars. Like you can make a female character strong without sacrificing a male character or without like making the men beside her look stupid. Cause that happened in Kenobi too. Leia's smart and Obi-Wan's an idiot. And I'm like, sometimes it's funny, but he's, this is a Kenobi that I've never seen before. I've never seen him. Why is he slipping up in front of storm? Like, why is he? And there's excuses for that. It's like, Oh, PTSD, this, that, and the other thing is like, I don't know. It's. You know who got that right? It's a little bit off the, the beaten path, but Top Gun Maverick has a character. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick has Phoenix, uh, a, a really strong female character, but but they didn't like you like you were stating they didn't use her as a they didn't they didn't weaken Maverick right or hang. You don't need to make the yeah. male inept in order to show a strong. They can be strong side by side. There could be a strong male character beside a strong yeah. female character. Yeah. Oh, we got. Uh, our friend Maureen Joseph says, hey, hey, back to you. It's good to see you, Maureen. You know, I think we get more people when we do these early shows than I do the late shows, like after 8 p.m. shows. I might just have to start doing my show early. I know John Campia, a lot of people do their, their YouTube shows uh, during the day. It's hard, though, with work schedules and stuff, yeah. school and some people school and some people to, as far as getting people that can come on and do shows with you in the middle of the day. So anyway, just a uh, after little thought there. Uh, Travis Mitchell, Ray's journey is learning to get to go, is, is learning to let go of what's been holding her back the whole time through procrastination and validation from people who aren't there for her. Interesting. What? <laughs> learning to let go of what's been holding her back the whole time. What? What is that? Validation from people who aren't there for her. The problem with Ray's story is they change it each episode because no, the director that's a huge, changes. That's a huge problem. It's, she's inconsistent 
and that the only thing that we do know about her is that she's going to win. Yeah. And that's a, they took that away from Luke. I'm telling you, in The Last Jedi, Yoda shows up and hits Luke over the head with a stick and says, failure the best teacher is. Yeah. Duh! That is a major theme of Empire Strikes Back where Luke fails and then Return of the Jedi where he looks yeah. at his hand and his father's hand and all of his training suddenly clicks and makes sense. His failure in the cave suddenly makes sense to him. Uh-oh, I'm becoming more like Vader. I have to make these choices for the right reason. So he learns through his failure. Now, granted, nobody said it right to the screen that, hey, the theme of this movie is learning from failure. But that is a huge, massive theme. And the, the original trilogy does it well by showing you instead of just telling you, hey, failure is the best teacher. Why are you telling Luke that? He knows that. His hand is a re everyday reminder of when he went through a major change in his life where he saw the world in a whole new way, when that all clicked into place. A crystallizing moment where the way you look at the world changes. And that after that, he throws away his lightsaber. And so they make him go through that character journey again. Yeah. And then he's like, now I'll decide to help again. And I was like, why did you ever stop? That's so unclear. Why did you give up on your nephew? Why did you listen to force visions when you learned in empire strikes back, not to trust in force. like, there's so much that is just inconsistent. And I don't know why they did that felt the need to do that. To, to make, Ray seem great, I guess. I don't know. Well, don't mince words, Chris. I don't usually. And then I just have a problem with like the way they're using the force. Like Ray mm -hmm. just sticks at her hand and anything can happen. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe the, maybe a bunch of rocks will lift up. Obi-Wan Kenobi goes like this and suddenly there's tons of rocks lifting up. And I'm like, okay, do we remember the strongest thing that everyone that anyone did in the prequels in the movies like with the force was what? Yoda holding up the uh I guess Sidious throwing those yeah. things in the Senate fight. Yeah, there was That's that. About, but that was like a dark sider. Like Yoda has to use both hands to try and hold up that thing. Now mm. it just seems like they're making more and more just force gods, which again, maybe some people are into that. They don't care. But I don't know if you should have done it with Kenobi and Vader because now it's like, why didn't you just pick up lava and throw it at him when you were fighting mm -hmm. on Mustafar, you know, like if these right. things are now possible, why weren't you doing them? So the more they do stuff with that, like right. that interferes with the original trilogy or stuff that the more that that kind of like makes the universe like not make sense, but it becomes multiverse of madness with the, ma yeah. the magicians, one division and, and uh, Dr. Strange doing all this magic. Um, that's interesting. It's okay. I'm going to give you a list. We're going to look at a list of uh, upcoming projects. Also some on the list that were canceled uh, that would be interesting to maybe even make fun of. Uh, so, okay, we'll take a look here from this article that I believe is on IGN. Uh, we'll pull this up. Okay, here we go. And I'll run run through, and then we'll... Oh, yeah. Let's I'm tear, looking at that, too. Yeah, we'll tear down this, uh, this here. Okay. Now, also, we had a, another comment from uh, Travis Mitchell says... Uh, Ray is the kid who refuses to leave home, who's too comfortable with the mundane, and who feels like she's ahead in life because she's self-sufficient, looking down on those who do try to help her. <laughs> All right. That's good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> she's looking down on those. Okay. That's funny. 
Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> so Kenobi just premiered and ran and and uh, started in late May. Andor is the next big one, of course. Andor TV series starts in late August. We're gonna get that at the very end of the summer. Uh, what's your thoughts on Andor? That's of course off the back of the uh, Rogue One, a very popular standalone yeah, movie. I, I hear they're doing two seasons. Yeah, and of Andor, and that it's gonna basically end leading into Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, and so Cassian Andor, I just hope that droid K2 is with him because yeah, Alan, Alan Tudyk did yeah. the voice of that and he's great. And that droid was one of my favorite parts and he has a very emotional yeah. ending in that. I mean, they oh, all yeah. do, but yeah. the droid I think has one of the best deaths out of everyone. Everyone else just kind of gets taken out by the death star. The droid is like holds yeah. the door. It's like Hodor, <laughs> yeah. but the droid. And he could say more than just Hodor. So, uh, there's, better. there's the animated series in the fall, Tales of the Jedi. Animated. I'm not sure what that's going to be. Yeah, I, I, haven't even... heard, I haven't heard a lot of that. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be about Jedis. You would think. <laughs> Is it going to be Tales? I hope. It's... <laughs> Watch Tales of the Jedi, not a single Jedi in it. Just, they just it's a it's a series where they Jedi's decide they want to quit being Jedi's and they want to take on a, a role as uh as bounty hunters or professional chefs or pop stars or who not or garbage collector what five, jobs do they pick up after order 66 five surviving in? members of the uh young five surviving younglings form a boy band we've got and, kenobi the meat cutter and tour the universe yeah we have kenobi as a meat a butcher now kenobi is which is just so weird to me that there's like this giant hunk of meat out in the middle of tattooing that they're apparently going back day after day to cut into it's a meat market was it a meat i don't market? know well like what animal is that was that a crate dragon or something i just i don't it, it, yeah i don't I, I was just like who cares and then there's a little square of meat he takes with him every day which just was like why was he doing that? Just is that well, his food? I just his I don't, food. I think that's his food. Well, what's the significance? It's I felt like they were like, Why are you showing me him taking this home? Like, what's the <laughs> and there was no payoff for it? It was just like, no, that's just this is part of his day. I have a terrible joke, but he's a lonely, lonely man in that desert. He's beating his meat. Think about what he could be using that meat for. <laughs> I just was thinking, like, maybe he's giving it to a poor family and, like, he's um, stealing the meat because it seemed like he's be, taking it yeah, for himself. It, it, like, that seems be, like yeah. he's stealing. So maybe they were trying to say he's not virtuous anymore. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to see. Yeah, he was a he was a different a different man. Uh, the the Mandalorian, I'm sad to say oh, the Bad Batch season two would also be coming out fall of 2022. Uh, uh, so then we have. uh Mandalorian and the sad news about Mandalorian is it's going to be a, still a long time before we get new Mandalorian. Uh, it's February, February of 2023. Well, hey, at least you got like two to three episodes back in book of Boba. Fett. Yeah. I almost this should say season three continues in February. Cause yeah. they started it in book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it's for sure. Uh, there's the young Jedi adventures, which is different from the tales of the Jedi uh, is the young Jedi adventures. Uh, there's also more Star Wars Visions, uh, which would uh, we're going to get another season of that, which I, I like Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Visions is cool. And I think like the, <clears throat> excuse me, young, Je young Jedi Adventures, 
depending on what that is and how they do it, that could also yeah. be cool. I remember when I was a kid, I used to read like the novels. It was like Luke started his Jedi Academy. So it was like tales of the younger Jedi. Now I know it's not going to be yeah. the expanded universe. I know it's not going to be that, but there is potential there that you could do. I, now what's interesting is young Jedi adventures. What time period is that going to be taking place in? Yeah. When are there young Jedi? It's either prequel era. Yeah. Or before, because there are no young Jedi after that. Yeah. You, so mean, unfortunate Disney star Wars. You should have had Luke's Academy surviving. There could be a universe full of Jedi, but you took it back to just there being like one. Ugh. Well, well, that could be during the window of time that Luke's Academy was going. Couldn't that be? Could be. Maybe before it is. Before everything went awry. But I doubt it. Because, again, they're pushing Luke off to the side as much as possible. Mm. Even his whole bit with Mandalorian is now over. Because there's like, oh, no, I'm not actually going to train Grogu. Because oh yeah, they sent him back with Mandalorian. Yeah, they killed that real quick, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Hey, he showed up for a cameo to appease people who were disappointed by how they still have him in canon as just screwing off to island in the middle of nowhere. It's a shame. I, I that's the thing that I hate most about like new Star Wars is that that's the fate of Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And I don't accept it and frankly the Luke Skywalker that I believe in is on all the books that I continue to read in the expanded universe in the legends content. Mhm. Mm where they just I just feel like he got treated I feel bad for Mark Hamill too but oh yeah yeah Ahsoka Tano that should be that that has promise cuz that's also like fully that's a fully Dave Filoni creation mm -hmm. so it's not like he's probably going to be now there might be member berries and stuff from like original trilogy but it is moving forward. It's like Mandalorian timeline. Yeah. It's not yet sequel era time. And there's still a chance for them to do some sort of uh, time travel or mm -hmm. multiverse thing. Would they dare? Would they dare do that? Chris Cassidy? Why not? I mean, they already. Okay. When the force and is that, awakens, and is that how you fix? Is that how you fix the mess? That was the sequel trilogy. I think that's the best way to do it the easiest way mm -hmm. and then people can choose which one they prefer to live in well you know do you yeah. prefer to yeah and then you just leave it up to the fans which is fine uh but and and they would okay so when the force awakens came out snoke they were marketing him as someone who watched the rise and fall of the empire yeah and he had nothing to do with the sith and by rise of skywalker he was just some palpatine knockoff clone yeah he was no longer the like, and so you can just see like they didn't know what they were doing with the characters, which makes the characters themselves inherently less meaningful. Like yeah. it's playing hopscotch with, you know, character traits. Like, what are you doing and why? I don't know. Whatever this movie needed me to. Mm. which was something else that happened in Kenobi. Like when Vader stretches out his hands and he stops the one transport from taking off and he drags it back down and rips it open. And then suddenly there's another transport behind it. And I'm like, Oh wow. Rise of Skywalker yet again. Like when she blows up the transport with Chewie in it, but Oh no, there's just another transport out there with Disney star Wars. Don't worry. There's always another transport. 
Oh boy. Okay, we're gonna come back. We're gonna do our little intro. Thirty minutes into the show, we're gonna do our intro, <laughs> and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the canceled series that are on that list that we just looked at and make fun of those. Okay, I lied. Yeah, yeah. And that's our intro, but it's really halftime. So we're, it's our, it's half-time our half, intro. It's our it's introduction our half-time. to halftime. It's our, exactly. It's our halftime. <laughs> it's a, okay. I'm going to pull that uh, shared screen back up here, Opera Tab, and go and show you. And we're going to look at this uh the canceled shows uh that are on this list and there's some that are they're in development that i think will happen first of all i think the taki the taki taki i gotta say his name i can know how to say his name take a white titty yes take a take a watiti take a watiti his show his movie is going to happen it's going full speed ahead oh of his, course his, his movie not sh- not show but standalone movie and he's promised that this movie is going to separate itself from the original trilogy characters finally and do something with some original new characters. Good. So what do you think? Are you excited, optimistic for what uh, he can come up with? Um, sure. And anything that gets us out of original trilogy, prequel trilogy, sequel trilogy era, like the Star Wars universe the whole point of the original trilogy, the way that it looked different than most science fiction, is because most science fiction, sci-fi stuff, everything was totally clean and like pristine and chrome. Uh, but then Star Wars, George Lucas wanted the universe to look lived in. And so that's partially yeah. why like, you know, this there's history and there's thousands of years of past that you could go to and heck you could go thousands of years into the future and just still have it set in the star Wars universe. Yeah. Go there. And that way you're not really hindered or, you know, required to go along with people's opinions of what they already had. Like you can go do, look, here's a completely new character, which you're either going to like or not like based on the fact that it's a new character And and commit to it. Don't wuss out on it. Right. Halfway through and say, oh, hey, hey, we got a Skywalker here. Let's let's we got found a Skywalker. We found a Skywalker. What a mess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, OK. Lando, which I was really excited for a possible Lando standalone series. I'm not I'm not feeling like it's going to happen now. I'm not sure. And I feel like they, again, do better moving away from that type of thing. Yeah. But it, really, that all just depends on what Childish Gambino wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, if he says he's down, they're gonna do it because he's got star power. Right. And if he says he doesn't want to do it, then they're not. Yeah. They it's might throw a bunch of money at him because if they think that that's gonna be. But yeah. it, I mean, it, it wasn't that. It says in development, so. Yeah, and then this article is a little few months old. I mean, uh, Ryan Johnson, the Star Wars trilogy we we knew was never going to happen, 
is report is, is not reportedly canceled. It's 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 it's, it's 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 a it's a canceled and it's gone. Uh, let me ask you this: based on what just happened with the Jurassic World, uh, the third installment, and and uh, Colin Trevorrow, do you think they made made the right choice of parting ways with Colin Trevorrow? Did well, you? I mean, it's it was screwed either way. Yeah, by the second movie, because you're not. When you're doing the Star Wars trilogies, you're writing a trilogy. Now, I know the original trilogy was written just as the first one, and then they had the second two come along. But that's just because it was the first one. They weren't sure they were ever going to get to make another one. It was depending on the reception. Now that you know, and especially now that we're in a, a time where people are used to trilogies, yeah. they're used to that storytelling formula, and you're in an episodic... Okay? You're okay. Your Star Wars episode one, episode two, episode three goes into episode four, goes into episode five, goes into episode six, goes into episode seven, goes into episode eight. Everyone that loves episode eight is like, I love it because it's so different than all the others. And I'm like, yeah, which makes it stick out like a sore thumb in the episodic. It's Star Wars episode eight. I think that Ryan Johnson would have had much better luck if, again, he had done some sort of standalone movie that wasn't tied into two other films that had no impact on like the greater universe, you know, he could just do what he wanted in his own space. The fact that it was so tied into everything else. Yeah. Made it a cluster. Yeah. He got thrown in there and that he was, it's a JJ sandwich. He got thrown in the middle of well, and the JJ got brought back in the nth hour. I've read an interview from oh, yeah. him before. Well, he replaces Trevor. right. For the third one. Yeah. Before yeah. rise of Skywalker ever came out, I read this interview and JJ was just like, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy calls me up and he's like, there's no script. There's no sets. There's no nothing. And this is like, he's coming in to direct the movie. So he's got to write a script, make all the sets, do all the, th and it's like, why didn't, this is the third part of your trilogy. How do you not know what's going to happen? Wow. You're the ones telling the story. You don't know what's going to happen. And then they shoot five different endings and it's written, right. cut up by committee. And that was just, a, it's a mess. So Colin Trevorrow, it probably would have been equally, if differently, bad. But that's not necessarily... A different, a different version of bad. That's not necessarily like the director of the third film's fault. It's kind of like right. the whole sequence of events that led you to, now you have to make this third movie, that it, it will be impossible to please people based just upon the first two. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another one that we know is never going to happen is the the the, the Weiss... Uh, the guys from games at the game of thrones then an off weiss see and they were easier to get rid of than ryan johnson was because ryan johnson they had to act like what because when the last jedi came out they're like we're giving him a trilogy and then there was the reception of the last jedi which was not great and they couldn't just be like okay we're not giving him a trilogy because what that that's that's casting a vote of no confidence in your own director they had to act like they made the right decision for last Jedi, you know? So, but David Benioff and Weiss, they had hired them based upon their popularity with game of Thrones, yeah. game of Thrones comes out and tanks in the season eight, which they're solely responsible for. And so they're easy to fire because they never made a star Wars project yet. If they had already started working on it, or if they had already made a star Wars project and it was out, then Disney would have to be like, stand by them. Cause you have to stand, you have to show support for whatever's come out. Because otherwise it shows a vote of no confidence in your own product. And they're never going to do that. 
They're now never going to say we made a mistake. And now I've received reports that Beninoff Weiss is going has been greenlit for a sci-fi series. I don't know if this has been officially announced, but I, but I have a tip that they've been greenlit. Uh, they're in pre-production on a high, uh, big budget sci-fi series, but an original sci-fi series for Netflix that is going to be a multi-series um, with multiple spinoffs. Like they're basically Netflix is giving them their own sci-fi universe. Bold of you, Netflix. After laying off so many employees. <laughs> Yeah. Do you well, have the budget for big budget stuff anymore? I know. I mean, are they shooting that? Oh, well, Their stock they... is tanked. I don't know if they can. Yeah. It's a big commitment. If that's true. But if they already had tough. a deal, if they already had a deal with them, which I've heard they've been dealing with, you know, doing a deal with them for a while. Um, if they have a pitch, maybe they would take some of the ideas they would have used on, on Star Wars. They could start, they could just use it in their own, kind of like what George Lucas did years ago when he wanted to make flash gordon and he couldn't get the rights to flash gordon so he said i'll go do my own well his own became star wars yeah and that's that's history repeating itself then enough weiss wanted to do a star wars and they didn't get to do the star wars so maybe they're going off we'll do our own we'll see yeah. but it is ambitious especially with netflix like you said with their, with the way that things have been going for them um you know but they're also trying to compete with the joneses and um so that you know, okay, the Kevin Feige standalone Star Wars movie. Do you see that happening? I just don't know. Like, what would he, he would he just be producing it, and then what? Is, so, right, he just decides like who gets hired for it and what it is. I don't. It's just so nebulous. Yeah, yeah. it's so. I, could he be attached? To, it probably, if he wants to, I'm sure. Disney wouldn't have a problem, especially since Marvel is generally well-received and Star Wars is a little bit more rocky. Mandalorian, great. Pretty much everyone was happy with Mandalorian. So. But yeah. Book of Boba Fett, up and down. Kenobi, yeah. I know a bunch of people liked it. There were parts that I liked, but overall I was like, I don't know if this even should have happened or why... Yeah, it was six episodes, and so many of the episodes just like Leia got kidnapped, Kenobi rescuer, get away, Leia got kidnapped again, Re Kenobi rescuer. Yeah, I was like, this is this why what? So it just makes me question like, are you just putting stuff out to put stuff out, or was this just an effort to like get Reva onto people's minds so you could right. then do a spinoff about her? In which case, I'm even more upset because it should have been. Kenobi for Kenobi's sake, not Kenobi for Reva's sake. Is Star Wars better in a movie or than a TV series? Like we were talking about how that gets a little redundant. Like with Kenobi, you felt like they, I mean, Kenobi had what I thought was two finales because that last, that, that next to last episode could have been a finale. Very well could have been a finale, but then they had one more episode. And I was like, oh, that wasn't the finale. <laughs> There's well, another one. It depends on what type of story they're telling. Yeah. And, you know, I think if Star Wars could be fine in a TV show, it's just you got to write it better or make it for a better reason or don't pretend like that it's about one thing when you're really just using it to catapult another character into people's perception so that they then know about it. You know, try, try making something Star Wars that's like not 
related to the original trilogy at all. Like something that's out there. And Andor's way closer. I mean, at least that's not any, you know, major flagship characters or anything. And so you can learn more from behind the scenes. And Ahsoka is, has some promise too, definitely. Bad Batch. Bad Batch was interesting. By the way, Ryan Johnson has proven that he's a very talented director. When you see Knives Out, very good. I've really enjoyed Knives Out, and it's getting it's getting a, a two and three at Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, they're doing they're doing Knives Out two and three. Yeah. So I thought those were really good, and that was his, you know, his invention uh, that he devised himself from scratch was the you know not the the murder mystery right after he watched Clue. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at one point, uh, Ryan Reynolds, another Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was supposedly going to be doing a Clue adaption. I don't know if that's still happening, but I remember reading that. So based off. Clue. Yeah. yeah clue. <laughs> okay. So uh, one more thing on Star Wars, which of the announced official projects that we know is happening? Are you the most optimistic and excited about? And they, and, and the answer to that question could be more Mandalorian, by the way, if you, if you dare go there, but uh, which of those, and then which are you the most skeptical about? I like mandalorian so i'm hopeful for mandalorian but ahsoka i think has some real promise for yeah. the feloniites and also for possible thrawn and rebels yeah. fans uh mm -hmm. so i think there's a lot of potential there mm -hmm. so probably those two are the ones i'm most optimistic about i think they have the most potential mm -hmm. ones i'm most worried about rogue squadron is one i'm really worried about because mm -hmm. that's another one of those things that like hey just like I love Kenobi, I love Rogue Squadron. I right. read all the Rogue Squadron books. I played all the Rogue Squadron games. Oh, and the, yeah. one of the first things I read about the Rogue Squadron thing is that they're just using the name Rogue Squadron, but it's about, you know, a sequel trilogy era Rogue Squadron. And I'm just like, stop trying to trade in on the popularity of something on its name. Although that's the whole point of buying Star Wars, I guess. Look, it's Star Wars, popularity of the name. But it's like it's it, don't say it's Rogue Squadron if it's like not Rogue Squadron. Don't say it's Boba Fett if he's not a bounty hunter. Don't say, you know, don't try and trade on the popularity of the thing and then change what the thing is in your project. Okay, because that's it's weird to me. Okay, we're gonna get into agree or disagree because we are on a very particular. I love that shirt by the way. We're on a time a little bit of a time restraint today. Let's do it. Agree number one. Agree or disagree. Chris Evans, there's been a lot of reports about him returning to the MCU. Now he has said that I would not, I'm not returning to do Captain America again. That Captain America is very much uh, on and, the moon. It's it's already been taken care of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said Captain America has we have a new Captain America. He said, I'm not I'm not stepping into that now. But do you think do you agree or disagree that Chris Evans still coming back to the MCU, but possibly either as just Steven Rogers or, uh, or as Captain Rogers, or he could be coming back as another character. Thanks to the multiverse. Agree or disagree that that's going to happen. Uh, I think it's a possibility. Yeah. I think it's a solid possibility. I mean, he's still over there. He's still over at Disney doing project. He just finished light year. Just came out this summer. He's still very much at, uh, with mixed reviews, uh, <laughs> great. I'll tell you what, though, their toys get a thumbs up. My son has been collecting their Happy Meal toys. 
a little buzz, light year buzz, buzz, light year. A little light year toys are great, but yeah. So uh, the toys have always been more popular ever since Toy Story, where that character was introduced. I know <laughs> he can't get away from the toy, can he? The toy is out past him. <laughs> Look, it's the toy of the new Buzz Lightyear. I wanted the toy of the toy of the Buzz Lightyear toy. Ah. It gets a little the toy of the toy of the. It starts to story become, of the toy story. I wanted the Toy Story <laughs> toy. <laughs> it gets a little. And if you remember the Buzz Lightyear animated series oh. from back in the day, like I do. Oh my goodness! Yes, that's right. A lot of people might have forget forgotten that. Okay, number two, on agree disagree. Deadpool three is happening. We know that is going to be happening, and when Disney has said they're not going to meddle. We're not going to mess it up. They're going to let Deadpool be Deadpool. But here's my question. In Deadpool 3, do you agree or disagree that we're going to it will feature multiple Deadpools in a multiverse scenario? Ooh. Agree or disagree with that? Because think of the potential for antics and shenanigans. And there are Oh, where is it? I was looking for my Lady Deadpool. Uh, I have an action figure, Lady Deadpool. Oh. So there's a there's a whole Deadpool family. Yeah. So I'm agree. I'm gonna say I hope so. Agree. Yeah, you hope so, and you agree with that. Uh, just think of the, the the shenanigans that they could get into with that. Oh, what a mess! <laughs> oh, what a mess that could be. Because you'll have some that were are other versions of Ryan Reynolds. I just can't Deadpool. wait to hear the burns on the DC scandals right now that he could pull out, <laughs> like. Oh, running away yeah. faster than Ezra Miller from the police, like or so, like who knows? I don't know. There's just so much that oh my goodness you can go into with Amber Heard and all that other stuff. I mean, oh, there's he's going he's, he's going to have so much fun. I hope they don't limit the potential. him. Potential, there's so much. I mean, his potential's there. I hope they don't limit him on DC jokes. I let I hope they let him just go all go off on that. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm pulling for a Johnny Depp cameo. Okay, um. Number three, a show that does not pull any punches that's also involving superheroes, The Boys. Currently awesome. in their season three. Awesome season three, right? I got to say, The Boys is well-written. It's well-directed. Oh, that was man. another thing about Kenobi is there were some, and I went to film school, so I probably nitpick over this stuff, but there were some directing choices, some editing choices, some overall decisions that I was like, I don't, get this but then when i'm watching the boys i'm like this is sweet like this is well shot this is well oh the story makes the what cuts to what that was okay. a huge problem in kenobi he's leaving the planet that he was fighting darth vader on when reva's already on the farm i'm like you can't cut yeah you know they get details they direct comedy so well who the direct the direction on on the boys like oh. even that that one episode where they did the uh put the spoof of the celebrities doing the uh, recovering the imagined song. Yes, that was uh, so funny. So they even put the right people at the right part of the song to get the funniest uh, cover. Uh, them doing the fun like like what a a train comes in and does his section uh, about the no hell and no. So it just it was perfect for him. Like the, his yeah. delivery of that it was like okay, it was perfect. They put a train on that part of the song. It was it was. Just, I mean, this is so details are so clever. Okay, so here's my question about the boys number three. The boys is currently, and this has probably already been answered. You already answered this question preemptively. 
you traveled into the future and answer this question. <laughs> the, number three, The Boys is currently the best superhero live action show on the small screen. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah. Live action. Yeah. Yeah. What would be the best animation? Um, I've always enjoyed DC animation, actually, but I got to yeah. say Invincible is pretty fun and fresh in yeah. kind of the same vein as the boys. Yeah. I'm going to say the boys is right now of shows that are on right now. It's, 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 it's definitely by the best. I think the show that's come the closest for me uh, recently was peacemaker. For, oh, peacemaker was fun. Yeah. And I think they're, for me, they're like neck and neck. In I was terms- so surprised at how much I enjoyed peacemaker. Actually. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I mean to James Gunn. Yeah. Applause to you on 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 uh, the job well done, and we're going to get a season two of that at some point eventually. It's going to happen. Ezra Miller popping up in and the finale. Oh god, <laughs> will be one of his his next to last appearance in the DCEU. Good. Um, what a mess! I, I heard that he lobbied to do that cameo when he heard they were looking for Justice League people. He he jumped in line, jumped in front of the line to do it. I don't know what happened with him or when right but something happened at some point <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I said he i meant i'm sorry them they them i i'm just i'm getting i'm getting kind of getting a because for a while they were and now i mean you know, anyway it's live sorry <laughs> uh, um but yeah that's you think do you think they will cut them out is the flash in trouble is what I, I didn't have that on my agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it going straight? Yeah. To, the is flash it, is in trouble. Is he going straight to HBO max? I have no idea what they're going to do with how that. Do they, how do they deal with that? I don't know. That's what it's kind of like, let's see what they end up doing. Cause there's not a right answer for them. You know, I say, I say recast reshoot and I say recast. The reshoot. whole movie. No, just the original, just, just their, just their scenes. Because look, I go, I go straight to, and I made a video on this. I go straight to Back to the Future. Back to the Future was almost all was was almost completely finished uh, with uh, the original actor that, that was that was cast to play Marty McFly. I'm trying to think of his name. He was the Fly. He was the son of the Fly after in the second Fly movie. Um, Eric Eric uh, Stoltz. Eric Stoltz had almost finished that movie, <coughs> and they, they started looking at dailies, and they were like. This is not working. This is not what we wanted. We wanted something a little bit more comedic. He's very dark. He's very brooding. Uh, and it was like, he's a great actor, but it's not, it's not what we wanted. And, and originally they wanted Michael J. Fox. They couldn't get Michael J. Fox because of his schedule with television, with his TV show. So they had uh, went ahead and went with Eric Stoltz. But after they started with Eric Stoltz, they, it wasn't working. They reshot. They, they talked the studio into letting them go back. And recap, they 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 taught they figured it out with Michael J. Fox, and they got him. They had to work it out where he he filmed at night with the movie, and he did his TV show filming during the day. So he had this crazy ridiculous schedule for for a couple a month and a half where he was shooting a TV show during the day and a movie at, uh, overnight. Um, and that's why there's scenes like in the mall parking lot that that's nighttime. So they did that with Back to the Future during a time when you didn't have all these options with CGI. And an LED volume where you could go and you can shoot indoors. I, I don't know. I don't know how many hours or minutes of, of footage we're talking about, but I think you have to, or that movie scrapped. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that's what I was kind of saying. Like 
either you reshoot it and you lose a ton of money doing that, or you release it and you lose a ton of money because no one's going to go see it. Yeah. I mean, you could rebrand the film as as uh, not call it the Flash, and you could call it uh, the Return of Batman. <laughs> Return you could of call it C. Ezra Miller in his last acting role. Oh, he's so he's in so much trouble. He's and it just keeps getting worse. I mean, it's it's a soap opera. Every ever every other day, something worse comes out. He's kidnapping people on a farm, is what the new story. Last story I read was it escalated from him starting ballroom bar uh, bar, uh, bar fights, and and then it went to him breaking, breaking into, into people's houses, breaking into people's houses, and then it was all this stuff, uh, very uh, shady stuff with him and a minor grooming kids uh, grooming kids and now it's like full-on kidnapping people and, and keeping them in a farm it's just can we arrest this person can I mean, we get them into a mental institution it's not even a question of whether he's he's going to be uh continue on that's already done it's now is whether he's going to go to jail at this yeah point. like I what mean, yeah and dceu uh warner brothers needs to start background checks on all their employees I don't know if that would have helped because it's not like because you got Amber. This was kind of sudden. It escalated pretty quickly with him. Well, the Amber Heard thing is an easier fix. That's the easier fix. Yeah, if you decide that you can't have her in Aquaman two because people are 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 going to stay or, or boycott the movie, which is quite possible that they do that. I, I could believe that they lose twenty percent of ticket sales if they leave her in it. I think that's fair. I thought they already said they were. Well, she was down to six minutes, only being in the movie six minutes. And I think that at this point, I could see them cutting that. Dude, six minutes? That's so easy to either reshoot or just Oh, cut. yeah. You could recast that and reshoot that so easy. Six minutes, yeah. You wouldn't even need, with CGI, I think you could deep fake it. You wouldn't even need to change out her, swap out her body. Yeah, there might be some sort of legal restriction on that, though. That's true. Like, how dare yeah i would at least if i was an actor out there i would make sure that in my contract that they couldn't just fire me right after using a bunch of my footage and then just like replace my face it's like all right well (laughs) see ya well ironically you know that also happened in back the future in the i think in the second or third movie the guy that played marty mcfly's uh uh dad uh the nerdy yeah the nerdy guy that actor uh had a had a a feud with the filmmakers and walked out before the second movie. And they actually hired another actor. True story. You can look this up on YouTube. They hired another actor and put him in a prosthetic mask to look like the actor previous that had played that character. And then they shot him from angles and stuff. So if you look at, uh, I think part two part, uh, I I know part two really closely. You can see how the face looks a little funny. And they're like, oh yeah, I see it. I see the prosthetic, and so he sued. He sued them for that. He was he was he was pissed off for for a long time, and then finally he sued them. And I think he won an out of court settlement on the whole thing. Yeah, the actor, um, Chris, uh, um, gosh, Chris, Christian Glover, Crispin Glover, Crispin Glover, yeah, Crispin Glover. Yeah, so he won a settlement, and to this day, he's he's not he doesn't participate in any of the reunions or conventions because he still has a uh, holds a grudge against the, uh, against the filmmakers for doing that. He didn't participate in any of the DVD, like extra footage, like Q and a stuff, any of that he's, he's been out of it for years. Yeah. 
crazy. I don't know. That Flash, it might be really ambitious, but I think you're going to lose a ton of money having to reshoot. But you pushed it back to, I think, 2023 anyway. I think you have to recast it. Go get the guy, uh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> what do you think? Could he take over? Anybody. Get anybody else. Just do it. Like, it's not... He's He looks like the Flash. He looks like how he That's could play close. that. But I didn't even... I didn't even like the casting of Ezra Miller originally when he no. was first, when he was first cast, I was like, I, why I, did you pick this person to yeah. play that character? Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I didn't love that. Um, you know, Tom Holland would have been a good flash, <laughs> but he was, Holland. yeah, he's a he's, little small. I like the flash from like the justice league cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Like the 90, the nineties, yeah, the nineties like series kind yeah. of a clean cut, but like not, totally a wimp grant gustin was actually a pretty good flash in my I opinion like grant gustin. yeah i think yeah, grant he gustin did a pretty good job get I mean, you could him yeah you, I've, I've said bring him in a multiverse scenario and that's how you respond that's how you answer the reason why he's suddenly there although i heard he's trying to get out of uh his show the flash so like maybe he's i mean he's been doing that now for like what but eight if he, nine if he, years if he graduates into the movies and then does a couple of movies and then you just he can be done with it Make a bunch of money, come in, do a couple He's movies. Probably already by this point, if you've done nine series of a CW show, a twenty-two episodes a season, and you're the star character, yeah. Unless you're a moron, you have enough money to live the rest of your life on. Yeah. And speaking of morons, we can get back into the other guy that we were just talking. The other, uh, anyway. Um, that's the closeout. It's time to go. I've got to run. Chris Cassie, thank you so much for joining us on the 160th episode of Thunder Pop. Everyone out there, have a good day, hour, second, millisecond. We won't be doing thoughts and advice because the thoughts and advice is I got to go. All right, everyone, outro. Thunder Pop is a Hit the Bricks production.